Blog Talk Radio. Are you driven by a passion to discover your divine destiny? Ready to discover your purpose and fulfill your God-given potential? You can at the Kingdom Church at Philadelphia in West Oak Lane Sundays at 9 a.m. Rediscover the kingdom and discover your purpose, identity, and divine destiny. For more information, call 267-357-9816. The kingdom of God is now eternal, and it's your time. Don't miss your moment. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. God will supply your needs. See you this Sunday at the Kingdom Church at Philadelphia in West Oak Lane at 9 a.m. The Kingdom Church at Philadelphia, 6101 Lime Kiln Pike at Church Lane. Call 267-357-9816. This message paid for by the faithful supporters of Kingdom Vision Ministries International. Listen daily to www.247kingdomradio.com where Jesus is Savior, Lord, Owner, Master, and King. morning. Are you trying to use Wi-Fi? No, the Wi-Fi is on. That means my Oh, you're just trying to use your regular phone. Thank you. We just honor you this morning, O oh dear Lord Father. 
for your grace, for your mercy, O dear Lord, upon us, O dear Lord, Father. Blessing us and keeping us, O dear Lord, Father. Yet another week, another day, O dear Lord, Father. You wake us up this morning, O dear Lord, Father. You give us everything, O dear Lord, Father, that you have for us, O dear Lord, Father. Just want to say we thank you this morning. And we praise you and we bless you, O dear Lord, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Worship your king this morning, for he is great. He is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you for sending your son on the world for us, dear Lord, Father. That we can be free and we are free indeed, oh dear Lord, Father. Just worship the Lord.
glory, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We honor you, dear Lord, Father. We love you, dear Lord, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah. No fear, dear Lord, Father. No bondage. Chain this morning. Every chain of depression this morning, we break it, oh dear Lord, Father. Every chain, oh Lord, Father, of diabetes, oh dear Lord, Father, we pull it out from the root, oh dear Lord, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, we, 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 we remove every generational curse among us, oh dear Lord, Father. We break it this morning, oh dear Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We pray now for our immediate family at the side, oh dear Lord, Father. Let us uh, let our light so shine, oh dear Lord, Father, that the man will see the goodness that you have put in us, oh dear Lord, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We are the salt of the earth, oh dear Lord, Father. When the salt loses favor, it's no good, oh dear Lord, Father. They trample on it, oh dear Lord, Father. Let us light. Let us, let us be salt. Let us be salt of the earth, oh dear Lord, Father. We preserve the earth this morning, oh dear Lord, Father. We take back dominion, oh Lord, dear Lord, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Pull us up this morning. Pull us up this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised, oh dear Lord. Father, prune us this morning, oh dear Lord, our Father. Let us be hungry, oh dear Lord, Father, and come to you and you will fill us up. Let us be thirsty, oh dear Lord, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Open up our eyes and our minds. Oh, dear Lord, Thank Father. You, Lord Thank you, Jesus, for the equipment you have given Jesus. us with, oh, dear Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is the day, oh, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice, and I will rejoice, and be glad in it, oh, and be glad in it. Oh, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, this is the day, this is the day that
I will rejoice and I will be glad in it today and every day. As long as I open my eyes and above ground, you've got to be glad. You've got to be rejoiced. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, glory to God. Hallelujah. Somebody say glory. Glory. Somebody say glory again. Glory. Glory again. Glory. Hallelujah. Bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. And take a moment to greet one another. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good to see you, brother. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. Just give you a few moments to get settled. You going back to that? Yeah. yeah, give it to um to Vic, and that way you can bring the keys back. Right. Hallelujah! Glory, 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 glory! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 I, I'm just. Yes. <laughs> I said I'm just, and Robert said, yep, me too. <laughs> I'm just excited about the goodness of the Lord. Yes. There are some things that I see him doing in the spirit realm, in the unseen realm. Now, that doesn't make sense. I just said there are some things I see him doing. Where? Oh, oh, so you don't remember which one it is. Vic, would you? Yes, sir. Would you, would you unlock that back there for the, the door going up the ramp? All right, thank you. Amen. Again. Amen. <laughs> I'm seeing some things in the unseen realm. Well, how can you see things in the unseen realm? You got to be able to see in the spirit. Would you do me a favor, close that door? You got to be able to see in the spirit. You say, well, can I see in the spirit? If you stop looking at what you're looking at. <laughs> we 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 get in trouble because we keep looking at what we're seeing instead of seeing what we're supposed to be looking at. Come on. <laughs> so the question becomes, what you looking at? If what you're looking at keeps you limited, then you're looking at the wrong thing. Life in the spirit defies what you see in the natural. So as long as you're looking at what you see in the natural, you're looking from a place of limitation, not because God is limiting you, but because you won't change your view. Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome. I don't want y'all to miss this. <laughs> what you're looking at can hinder you. Sight is not a function of the eyes. It's a function of the heart. And so what are you seeing in your heart? You ought to see the end complete. Because you're looking from what you see in your heart. But what you're looking at in the natural don't look like it. Mm. 
And it's the enemy's job to make you cave in at what you see in the natural. Your present condition does not look like the victory that already exists. And I got a revelation last night about 1.30 in the morning. Anthony was up. <laughs> but I got a revelation last night about 1.30 in the morning. And uh, you become limited while you're yet doing good because the devil shows up while you're doing good. Then now here's the revelation. The way I saw it last night. Adam and Eve were in the garden, and they were doing good. They were doing what they were supposed to do, and the devil showed up. We only talk about their failure when the devil showed up. But before the devil showed up, they were doing that which was good, and their own creation was very good. And so the revelation I got was this. Just because you're doing good doesn't mean the devil won't show up. Hallelujah. <laughs> so so when you're doing good, the devil will show up. So don't be moved when the devil shows up. Recognize, up. Oh, I must be doing something good. I must be doing something right. Praise God. I must be doing what I'm supposed to do because the enemy shows up to try to distract me, to move me away from the good that I'm doing. Anybody listening to me this morning? Do you see it? Yeah. When we have this mindset, if I'm doing good, the devil won't show up. No, he shows up because you're doing good. Hallelujah. You'll be able to raise your FICO score. <laughs> the enemy aim is to distract you from what you see as the end. The enemy's aim is to distract you from what you see as the end. He never wants you to fulfill the destiny God has ordained for you. True. He never wants you to complete your purpose. Purpose signals the devil's end. Your purpose signals the devil's end. So the devil never wants you to complete your purpose so he comes to distract you to get you to focus on him. So he comes with a question, have God said? <laughs> whatever God has promised you and whatever God has instructed you to do, the devil will say, has God said? You're living now with that question in your ear from the enemy. Has God said? So the thing you're hoping for, the thing you're believing, the thing you're expecting to be able to do, the destiny God wants you to walk in, there's a nagging voice of the enemy saying, has God said? There will be people around you who the enemy will use to say, has God said? Sometimes your greatest distraction are the people who are supposed to know God just like you. Come on. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes your greatest distraction are the people who are supposed to know God just like you. Has God said? I learned something. The only tree that Adam and Eve had freedom to eat of 
of life. The tree they weren't supposed to eat of was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Good was supposed to be automatic for them. They were never supposed to discover evil. Now, look at where I'm going with this. So the tree of life was theirs. What y'all think about this? The tree of life was theirs. So, so they could eat freely of the tree of life. Because in all that God gave them in the garden, he gave them the tree of life to eat freely from when they committed treason, death came alive because they had now eaten of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. In other words, they were never supposed to know evil. They were only supposed to know good. Their rebellion took them to a place of evil that that which was not intended to be known now became known, and it came with a punishment. It came with a penalty. It came with them being expelled from the garden and no longer having access to the tree of life. Guess who has access to the tree of life now? Hallelujah. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, the tree that you were denied access to because of death, you're now given access to because of new life. Here's my point. We're supposed to be living from the tree of life. Hallelujah. You were supposed to be living from the knowledge of the tree of life. We're supposed to be living by the knowledge of all that the life that comes from God is able to provide. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. And that you might have it more abundantly. Isn't that why he came? Come on, y'all, wake up this morning. Isn't that why he came? Yes, sir. See, he came that you would have more of what the devil was disavowed. He came to give you God kind of life. Jesus came to give you what Adam and Eve were expelled from. Jesus came to give you what Adam and Eve were expelled from. You and I are supposed to be living from the mystery of that which was hidden, from them that rebel against him. You and I are supposed to be living from the mystery, that which was hidden, from them that rebel against him. Now, I'm going this, this, this route for a reason. Your life should be the embodiment of the life that was denied the enemy and yet given to you as a part of your victory. But remember I said when you do good, the devil shows up? He showed up with religion. He showed up with religion. He showed up with man's ideas of what God intended. To distract you away from the simplicity that is in Christ, your very source of life. And so through religion, the devil says, has God said? Hmm. Think about how big the universities, the Bible colleges, the universities and the seminaries have gotten based on questioning, has God said?
theologians de- debating whether Jesus is God or Jesus is man or is Jesus the God man and getting in arguments about it. Because they're still saying, are the enemies using man-made religion to say, have God said? The truth of the word of God is always simple. So he intended that the simple find it. He hides it from the wise and prudent. And there's something going on in the spirit realm where, where, where God now is dismantling intellectual Christianity to bring us back to the simplicity that God ordained from the beginning so that those who are truly hungry, no one will miss it. He wants you going through life with this attitude that you know you know. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. You, you understand? He, he, wants you, he, he wants you to be so assured that when the voice of the devil shows up to say, have God said, every temptation, every test, you'll answer by the word of God. I declare you will finally stop being defeated. Uh, I declare over this house That you'll finally stop being defeated Because you see the end already Hallelujah And nothing you see in the natural Can compare to what you see in the spiritual Where your end is already complete When you learn to function from the end, you will no longer get confused about the details. When you learn to function from the end, you'll no longer get confused about the details. The enemy tries to bog you down in a misinterpretation of the details. So he takes that which is simple. And he makes it complicated. True. Now you're running around looking for somebody to lay hands on you to approve you for the anointing God has given you. Now I'm trying to go back to the Hebrew root in order to understand my identity. Now, now I'm trying to fast 40 days to be able to get in a place with God to do what God already told me to do with Jesus having fasted for me. Not that you don't fast, but you don't have to fast 40 days to get into the knowledge of the presence of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? So he takes the mystery. And he unfolds them to the simple. And when we were simple, we understood them, and then we got deep, got complicated, and started preaching a whole bunch of crazy stuff. Every one of you have a testimony. That the Lord wants you to learn to connect with the revelation he's given you in your simpleness. You ever notice he moves greatest when your brain ain't in the way? (laughs) (laughs) He he, (laughs) He does things that you know ain't no way in the world. With your with, with your intelligent self, <laughs> you won't cause anything to happen. So so he does things that defies your natural ability to reason. And every time you get your brain in the way, you stop believing what he can do. And he, here's the kind of things that you say. Well, that don't make sense. 
How, how, how could I get approved? That don't make sense. How, how could I? How could I get that 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 promotion? And I just got there. Come on, come on. How, how could I be giving money out, but it seems like money just keep coming in? Don't make any sense. But then when you start thinking about it too hard, you start thinking it ain't so. And you'll start saying things like, I don't believe it. In other words, God's doing good for you. I don't believe it. Man, I don't believe that. And after a while, (laughs) your own words begin to take over the good that God is doing because in the midst of the good that he's doing, you kept saying, I don't believe it. He said, all right, I'm going to agree with you. You don't believe it, I ain't going to do it anymore. I'm talking to somebody today. Hallelujah. So so my whole point is this. You got to be able to see past what you're looking at so you can see what you're supposed to be seeing. And the enemy never wants you to keep seeing what you're supposed to be looking at. So he always shows up with distraction. And he doesn't care who he uses to bring the confusion to block you out of what's already completed. He don't care. He don't care. Do you realize this? A prophet is without honor in his own land, which means the people who should know the gift that is on you, the anointing that's on your life, the purpose God has called you to, the very people around you won't even know it. You go somewhere else and you minister and people say, oh, praise God, that was God. I received that. But in your own land? I want us to learn to never take for granted the gifts that are in our midst. Hallelujah. That that you have to recognize that you're not a church to sit in the pew to be sifted. You're the church that gathers together as the gifted that the gift God is giving you is to be used in the assembly as a part of you being deployed to fulfill the destiny that God created for you before you even knew you had one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're supposed to be a people of purpose, a people of destiny, a people God has chosen to use to deploy out into the earth that through you, and I just heard this, through you and your transparency, others will become conformed to the truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to be willing to be who God made you to be. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Praise God. Praise God. You got to be willing to be who God made you to be. The enemy will always want to dumb you down to keep you from being who God made you to be. And he'll be so successful in his subtlety that in your own mind, you're now doubting who God called you to be. And when you spend time wondering too long, you wind up wondering. The enemy would have you wander, watch how I say this, away from the simplicity of the truth the Lord brought you into through the new birth. Now I want you to think about it. When you got born again, was it real? Was it real? Do you know you're saved? Or was you just in a situation and it was a tight situation and with crocodile tears, God, I'll do anything you say, and he got you out of easy. Woo. 
are you born again for real? If you're born again for real, then you are born again. Now, what does that mean? That means you don't know anything. You're in a safe place. See, Anthony, the trouble we got in, we, we got born again, didn't know anything, began to know some stuff and thought we knew everything, and then by definition actually knew nothing. The worst trick of the enemy is to get you to stop learning. The, the worst trick of the enemy is to make you believe you know it all already. Now, I got a pet saying, I know what I know. <laughs> Hallelujah. And you can't take it from me. You might not like that I know it, but I know what I know. And you can't take it from me. Now, I found out something in that. He calls us together because he sets up leadership to know so that we all know together. You see it? Never take what you know and use it as a weapon against others, but take what you know and use it as a means to elevate others. Hallelujah. You see? Every one of us should be growing. Every one of us should be increasing. Every one of us should be increasing with the wisdom and the knowledge of God that we are all coming to know and understand the same thing so that in your individual lives you can see what can't be seen. <laughs> he wants you living from the unknown. He wants you, you living from that which he's finished concerning you. Every one of you. Let me say it this way. You should be living from the place of the ministry he passed to you when you got born again. You should be living from the place of the ministry he passed to you when you got born again. But the deception of the enemy, he will always tell you, you're not ready. You're not ready. And you tell yourself, I'm not ready. And the thing that God called you to, the enemy will convince you you can't do it. So you start saying to yourself, I can't do that. Some things God calls you to He already knows you can't That's why he called you He's expecting your dependency To be on him Now imagine If your dependency Was truly on him I'm Total trust. That wherever he's leading, wherever he's directing, your your dependency on him is in such a way that you're not moved when things don't work your way. The Lord gave me another revelation last night. <laughs> what you sacrifice that was bad isn't a great sacrifice. The question is, will you sacrifice that which is good? In other words, if I gave up drinking and smoking and sleeping around and that kind of stuff, shouldn't have been doing that anyway. So if I gave that up, who to do? But what happens when he tells you to forsake all? When he asks you to give up something that's good, 
when, when he asks you to sacrifice the TV, when he asks you to sacrifice the football game, when he asks you to sacrifice your, your best friend, when he asks you to sacrifice your family, when he asks you to present that child. Giving up that which is bad is easy. But what happens when you're called to give up that which is good? Your sacrifice isn't as genuine when when you're giving up something you shouldn't have been doing anyway as your sacrifice is more genuine when you're giving up something you wanted to keep. So we're living in a Christian society where no one is making, I'm speaking in a generality, no one is making a real sacrifice. <laughs> we, 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 we all together do that which makes us comfortable. And, and so if we're only doing that which makes us comfortable, what is it we're really doing? It makes sense to anybody. Now, now I can use that in several areas. I can use it in the area of giving. If you only give that which makes you comfortable, what's the real sacrifice? Not that the giving isn't a sacrifice in general, but if your giving only makes you comfortable, where's the real sacrifice? Where is he stretching you past your comfort zone? Yes. You see? So you have to be in a place where you're able to see the end at the beginning. And seeing the end at the beginning is what the Lord is committed to sustaining. I'm going to say that again. You have to be able to see the end at the beginning. And the end is what God is committed to sustaining. He's not concerned with your challenges in between because he's already promised to keep you. I'm going to say that again. You say, that don't make any sense. He's not concerned with your challenges in between because he's already promised to keep you. The enemy will take your challenges and make them look bigger than your true destiny. So now the challenges become all you can really see. No, you're supposed to see beyond the scene. If you'll see beyond the scene, you'll bring him on the scene. If you'll see beyond the scene, you'll bring Jesus on the scene. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to get this in your spirit this morning. I'm not even the one preaching this morning. I'm not just. <laughs> but but I, I want you to really see this. This is, this is in my spirit. I, I was wondering how come I had such a disturbed night. I had a disturbed night, but it wasn't disturbing. You got to know the difference. There, there, there sometimes the Lord is 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 giving you downloads. You, 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 you sleep, but then you'll wake again. You sleep, and then you'll wake again. You sleep, and then you'll wake again. But at every point of you being awake, you're listening to what he's saying at the moment you're awake. And it's like, I want to be asleep, but he keeps talking. You ever have a sleepover when you was a kid with a best friend and y'all talking all into the night? And, and, and your mom says, shut up that noise up there. Time for y'all to go to sleep. Well, the Lord will show up as your best friend. And y'all be talking all night. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so it was disturbing last. It, it, my sleep was disturbed, but it wasn't a disturbance. Because he was showing me stuff. You got to live from what's finished while you're on your way there. You have to live from what's finished 
while you're on your way there. Because the signs along the way will tell you you're going the wrong way. <laughs> or, or the signs along the way will tell you it ain't going to happen. And when you get your brain out the way, God can get something done. When you can get your brain out the way, God will get something done. Now, this is the way the Lord said it to me in the wee hours of the morning. He said, I don't want you to throw your brain away. But your thinking should be consistent with who I've now made you to be. Hallelujah. So, so you will forever be in a battle of renewing your mind from your old way of thinking because your old way of thinking is a well-formed, established way of thinking that you didn't even know you were being programmed in the process. You didn't know. You didn't know that the Lord has been showing me. Watch your words, your attitudes, and your actions because they're not really you. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? I'm going to say that again. Make sure you get it, bless God. Watch your words, your attitudes, and your actions because they're not really you. They are your programming. You learned how to be mean. You ain't know nothing about being mean. You learned how to be angry. You ain't know anything about being angry. You you learned how to be worried. You don't know anything about being worried. You learned how to be in fear. You ain't know anything about being in fear. You learned how to be bitter. You ain't know anything about being bitter. You learned how to be unforgiving. You ain't know anything about being unforgiving. So your words and your actions are the result of your programming. You got to love God. Watch how I say this. More than you love you. Or you'll never love you enough to really change. Your love for God has to be at a level where you're testing yourself against the devil. And you won't even know he's running Because he works On your old programming Hallelujah Be quick to hear Slow to speak Slow to anger If you're Slow to hear You'll think because you heard You heard But you ain't really here Because you was only listening Waiting to refute Whatever you thought you heard Hallelujah Be quick to hear Slow to speak Why? If I'm slow to speak I can process this thing In the spirit realm And not just deal with it How I'm seeing Come on The enemy has you looking at situations and circumstances and putting your mouth on it with your intelligence. Uh-oh. <laughs> with your intelligence, praise God. And because you're because you're intelligent and think you're a thinker, you it doesn't matter to you the words you're putting on a thing or the damage you do. True. Not realizing You're functioning From being programmed Hallelujah uh, How are you responding to people And situations and circumstances around you I've resolved this Every day I'm getting better and better In every way bless God 
And I'm going to keep declaring it. I ain't, I ain't concerned about how that better comes up. I know better comes up because I put my voice on better. Hallelujah. 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 You see, every day I'm getting better and better and in, in every way. Now, wait a minute, watch this. And every day I'm getting more and more wealthier in every way. Hallelujah. You see it? It doesn't matter what's in the bank account. What, what, what matters is the end that God had in his mind concerning me, and God's mind concerning me is there's no good thing that he'll withhold from them who walk uprightly before him. And he delights in the prosperity of his servants. He delights in them that favor his righteous cause. Come on. So every day I'm getting better and better in every way. Every day I'm getting wealthier and wealthier in every way. I don't know how God's going to do it, and it's not mine to be concerned. You've got to be able to see the end and function from the end, regardless to what the process looks like. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, your, your life is greater in the realm of the spirit than you're giving consideration for because the old programming will always keep you where you were. <sighs> Some of us are victimized by the religious systems that have controlled us. And so you keep repeating the same thing over and over. And, and, and then, you, then you start wondering, well, Lord, when are things going to change? And the Lord says, when are you going to change? Yeah. See, the, the thing that you're waiting for, the thing you're expecting God to do is already done. But I've got to change my thinking to come into conformity with his will so that his will becomes my will to fulfill. And I'm more freely willing to abandon that which is displeasing to him so that I can walk in all that he had already ordained. Lord, we're showing me the new verse. He said, for God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. Now, I had to get past religion to see the fullness of what took place when he gave his son. Religion told me he gave his son to go to the cross for me, that having gone to the cross for me, I can now be born again and have a hope for going to heaven. That's all I knew. He, he did so much more for you. The breaking of the covenant the covenant God established with Abraham and with the children of Israel as his people has now become your covenant. You have a contract that is so great in God. Now, I learned this. I didn't know I was going to say this today. Yes, sir. You got a contract so great in God that when, 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 when John was beheaded, the shedding of his blood was the sealing of the Old Testament. And the shedding of Jesus' blood was the coming alive of the New Testament. So you are now a part of a new will and testament. Now, a will can be disputed because the death of the person who left the will can be challenged by anyone who believes they have a right to the inheritance. Am I right? But Jesus who died, the blood of his covenant had brought you into an irrevocable covenant, and yet Jesus came back alive so you can't contest it. 